Welcome everybody back to episode number eight of the Off the Rails podcast with Tone and Gems. I'm Tone. That over there is Gems, and um, we're here just hanging out. We got a solo podcast this week for you guys. Um, we had some uh, had some guests lined up, and uh, and uh, just it's hot. It's the holiday season. I'm sure people just have some been busy, but uh, so we should have some cool cool guests coming up for you. But uh, yeah, today we're going to give you a solo one, and we're going to talk about all the. The fun things that we can talk about, right, Gems? <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a, there's a lot of stuff we can talk about. Uh, I think probably the most exciting thing going on in Tone and I's world right now is the Lions search for a coach and a GM, and then they just hired Chris Spielman to be like the assistant to the CEO, the GM, or the president, or he's basically Rod Wood's assistant, I think. I think and so, then yeah. they got Barry Sanders helping with the search for all that. Which is nice. Now we just need to mend things with uh, with Calvin, and then uh, bring him. One of the yeah, one of the beat writers had tweeted that he's like, maybe we can make things right with Calvin now, which would be huge. You'd hope, um, because you would figure you'd want your top, you know, your top players at all time. Some of those guys in the in the the fold, right? And it seems like Sheila was it Hample? Is that her actual name? Hample Ford is doing good things with the team. Like I was planning on doing good things, probably sick of losing. Well, I, well, that's the thing, right? It's like, I'm assuming, um, she's the, she's the one who was like really like big into the, into the football. Like she was like the, there as like a younger lady too. And like, like yeah, really and I think kind of- I think she was actually one of the ones that was like, yeah, we need to bring Patricia and Quinn back. And then she was, I think also the one that was like, we got to get rid of them. Yeah, which I mean, I think she sees the writing on the wall, right? I mean, like we've talked about in here, you have Matt Stafford, so you're kind of at this this crux, right? You're like Matt Stafford of the season is releasable, and this contract won't kill us. He's tradable, contract won't kill us, or he's young enough. If you still believe, he's probably got a solid three four year run. Right. If you think you can make a run now with a few pieces then you could build around him. Well, and with um, the, the record, you're not going to get fields. You're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. I seen yeah. a mock draft where they got the BYU quarterback, but I haven't like dug into anything that, uh, but I mean, like is I the BYU, yeah. is the BYU quarterback going to be better than Stafford though? That's like, you know what I mean? Like, right. Cause I think that's the only way you really get rid of Stafford, right? It's like long-term you think whoever you're bringing in is either going to be, able to win or short term you think you're gonna build a decent enough team to like get in the right spot right you can i think the reason you'd go with a rookie quarterback or a cheap option would be if there's a free agent you're gonna dump a bunch of money into and then you don't have the quarterback uh contract on the books so That'd be about the only way I could see him doing it because it doesn't hurt. I don't think it hurts to keep him, but it depends on the head coach. If the head coach really likes somebody, they get. Yeah. I don't know. Is Jimmy G coming to the forty uh, from the Forty ers <laughs> Like I don't know. I'm just. That's the the defensive coordinator is a, one of the Koshea or Shea yeah. or I don't know. He's a he's a Michigan guy. Yeah, but I just like the thing is is like you're like you're like the options that are around that could you could sink money into as a quarterback. That's like a free agent. 
they're all guys that are going to be moving on from teams because they didn't they didn't live up to expectations. So right. why are you going to bring them into your? Yeah, I, if they're going to move on from Stafford, I just want I want them to draft somebody. I would prefer they draft somebody and Stafford stays for two years. Yeah, or longer. I really like Stafford. I think he's awesome. Like he get like Aaron Rodgers said recently that like that number nine in Detroit is very underrated. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I think, I think everybody knows that he does this. He does a lot of, um, a lot of the things that like Mahomes gets credit for doing now. He, if you've watched Stafford, Stafford kind of has done a lot of those things. He right. just didn't have a Kelsey, uh, cheetah, you know, in a decent defense around him. Uh, most occasions that's really what set and also play calling the play calling. Right. That, that is fit for his strengths. And I know they lost this last week, but everything's looked a lot better since uh, Patricia's been gone. They've yeah. been playing, and they've even been quoted saying like that just is a different atmosphere now. And I then think Stafford's PFF grade was like he's like uh, number two over the last two weeks. Uh, yeah, I think like I saw that. that too. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't know if he's going to play this week. I think it's going to be Chase Daniel the rest of the year because his ribs are fucked up or something. Well, he's got that thumb fucked up too with the ligament shit. So it, the, that's, that's the thing, I guess Stafford, does Stafford have any remaining contract? That is the part I don't know. His, uh, I thought he was 2022, but I could be totally wrong on that. Google it real quick. Stafford contract. Uh, I think he does have some, some, I think, I think we have, we can cut him though and not take the brunt of the hit. I think, um, yeah, he's got a five-year deal. Free agent in twenty twenty three. Okay, so so he still has some some so we still have him for a little bit. Okay, if we want him, I think the thing is, I think I think the the dead cap, I think is is way low. I think right. So that would be. So. I think it all depends on who the coach is that they bring in. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, like if you bring in like an Eric Bieniemy or something like that, if that's like where the route you go, um, Stafford fits that perfect. I mean, because right. because you could do what you do with um i don't know i don't know i know stafford is like people give stafford a lot of praise i know uh on uh one of the other podcasts that i that i produce um uh ab was talking about uh they were talking about stat uh if they were going to move on if atlanta was going to move on from um julio jones and they were like they were like well Julio's still good, and so is. And you got Ridley, and they're like, maybe you move on from Ryan. And then they were like, they were like, who'd you bring in? And they both uh, mentioned Matthew Stafford would be like a solid. He's like best friends with Matt Ryan and lives outside of Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, I could see it, I guess. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I if the Lions move on from Stafford. I just I would much rather it be a rookie and just suffer. I'm used to suffering anyway, so what's the matter? Yeah, so I think it, it looks like next year he should be back because the dead cap space, if he if he gets cut, is 24, 24 million. So and his cap it's thirty four million. So you would save ten million by cutting him, but you'd also lose twenty four million. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I'm more or less ready for baseball season at this point. Yo. Yeah, for real. I, I was hoping we could beat the Packers, though, because then that then we would have actually legitimately had like a probably a playoff chance if we. Yep. 
But yeah, after losing that game, you're like, Fah. I I didn't get to watch the end of the game either. It's I'm bad. Like I'm gung ho the beginning of the season, and if I don't have anything going on, I'm obviously watching the game. Over even if I'm at work, I'm watching the entire game. But like we were just kind of doing stuff around the house and. Yeah, it's tough. I can't even remember what we did Sunday. We did. I got home. I think we went up to see lights. I think. I think my wife took us up to do some Christmas lights. But yeah, I think the game was over at that point anyway. But um, yeah, it was. It's it's just not. You're just like you know. It's you kind of expect it, but each year, like the te- they're they're a frustrating team because each year there there is the potential there. You know. Right. Do you uh, do Christmas lights at your house? We do. Yeah. Do you do a lot of them, or? I mean, like, I got, like, two inflatables in the front yard. I did, like, the whole bottom uh, of the, like, the eaves trough and stuff. And then the, like, the front. We have, like, two roofs, basically. Yeah. Like, we have a lower roof and an upper roof. And I just can't get up to the upper roof. There's no safe way to do it. Yeah. And my wife makes fun of me every year. She's like, why don't you put lights up there? And I'm like, because I don't want to die. That's why. <laughs> yeah, we have we're a ranch, but we have the not steeples. I can't think of the name of them. Like the pitches. Yeah. We have a few pitches that I should hang lights on, but there's not a great way to do it. Yeah. And so I just have like the bottom eaves from all the way around. Well, the front half of the house are all ice school lights. And then I should do more. And I think I will eventually do more. I just need yeah. to start doing it earlier. Cause by the time I hang it, I'm so cold. Yeah. I don't want to do any more. Well, the second thing is, is so like ours is like they're they're shorter roofs and this this angle. Like if I put a ladder and it slips at all, I'm I'm dead. <laughs> like because I'm like it's a it'll slip and I'll just fall completely, like two two stories. At our old house, I used to do more because I could go out like the attic window and I was already up on the roof. Yeah, and this one I can get on the roof and do a little bit, but. It's, there's like a foot of space between like the peak and the edge of the house. Yeah. Dormer. I think dormer is the word I was looking for. Maybe. Yeah. No. Hey, that makes sense. Like it sucks. Cause I'm like looking like I'm looking out the window, like uh, the people across the street from us, you can get up to their, their top roof, like super easy. And I'm like, if we had that, I would do it. But I just, and I'm, I'm probably disappointing my wife with the lack of Christmas lights because her grandparents used to have like, I think I want to think it was like a hundred thousand lights. They Jesus had, Christ! It was the it was the display that everybody came to and looked at in the area. Damn! I just went to one. So we went to go look at it. It was a racetrack. It was a it was a, a speedway. Yeah. And like they made the whole track like with lights, and you so you drove into tunnels and all that shit, and and uh, it was like weaved, and it was like it played like seven songs. I think it was in total in us in our time going around. Um, but then on the way back. My wife was like, is there anywhere up here? Because we drove like an hour and a half to go see them because um, the racetrack's at. And um, she's like, is there any th- houses around here that have like really crazy light displays? And so I just Googled it real quick. And I was like, oh. And the one I pulled up, I had like 45,000 lights, but it had like all this like antique shit and like other like crazy stuff. And there was like boxes built with like locks on them. Obviously, some people didn't steal shit, but like it was, it was, a, it was really cool. But have you ever watched, I think it's called like the Great American christmas light off or something it's on like abc or nbc i have not but then literally i was explaining that house to somebody else and someone else mentioned that show to me 
It was neat. If there's nothing on TV, I'll turn it on. I don't know if they're even doing it this year, but like these people are insane. They'll have like these these grids on the house that they can like change with like an app on their phone, and it's just wild. Yeah, and like their electric bill has got to be wild because her grandpa was telling me today. Actually, we were sitting there talking about it, and he said that his meter would do uh, one full circulation in half a second. Holy shit! Yeah. He said, he said his bill went up a lot. I bet. Well, yeah, that's a lot of lights. That's all. Right. But they would like, you could do it where it would spread it out over the entire year. So when they stopped doing it, they didn't have an electric bill for like a year. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I yeah. know a lot of a lot of those places around here take donations. Yeah. And then some of them give like part of it to part of it to like a charity. And part of it goes to like the, the bill and stuff. But yeah. It's crazy. I, I I just like I'm into it, but it's like at the same time I'm like I don't know I could get out and just build it and stuff and just be like let's do like. I mean, you're artsy enough where you could you could do it. Like you could come up with a cool design. I'm sure it's just the finding time to yeah. actually go out and hang up a bajillion lights. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, who and, and then like and then what if you just don't want to do it one year? Right. Yeah. yeah. After I feel like after the first year you're yeah. committed for a while at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just do it one year and then be done. You got to at least do it five or ten, and then like, and then be like ahead of time to say you're not doing it. Be like, hey guys, this is the last year we're doing this. This is the last year we're doing this. Uh, Dave died, and uh, I'm not putting this off. <laughs> no, that's yeah, funny. I mean, that's your grandpa's name too. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully Dave doesn't die then, because I don't. Right. No. Um. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild though. It's like uh, we have this one house here in the neighborhood. We found it like five years ago. And then uh, it went from one house that was really well decorated to the next year. It was like three houses. And then the next year it was like eight houses. Wow. And so it was like this whole block and it was like, cool. And then last year we went and it was in there. <laughs> they're like, but then they brought it back this year. Cause I huh. guess enough people were like, you think re- you would yeah. think there'd be a lot more people decorating this year just because a lot of people are working from home and have the time. A lot of people have time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we got our decorations up earlier than normal. So we have a, like a work Facebook page, like for our department. Yeah. And there's this guy who decorates his house pretty well, but he'll like post updates of like his decorating process. Like, but he's always shit faced when he does it. So he's like, this is getting pretty beautiful. He goes, <laughs> and then I started going on to the neighbor's yard and decorating for them. It's pretty. <laughs> I just die laughing. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I I think you have to be sort of hammer drunk to want to do that stuff, though. I mean, some of that stuff, like I'm, I mean, I I'm into the holiday and stuff, but it's just like at the same time, I'm, drunk. I'm like, come on, guys, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just so much work. So much work. The worst part is like it's for like six weeks at max. Then you got to mm-hmm. take it down in the yeah. cold. If yeah. I lived in like Arizona, I could probably be perfectly fine doing a shit ton of christmas decorations yeah same yeah it's cold and you're like why are you wanting to go i don't want to go outside i don't want to put stuff up i don't want to like adjust it when it doesn't work we have a lot of wind out here too right so so like shit gets blown into weird spots yep like there's no we also live in a part of town where it's like no it's just gonna randomly be driving you know yeah yeah i'm on a road with like three houses and i have no trees right around me i'm just in the middle of a cornfield so it's stupid windy when it's windy and 
it wouldn't yeah. be too worth it. Yeah, the wind sucks. The wind screws a lot of it up. Like you're just like the hanging wires hit the house and shit. You're like, fuck this whole thing. You know, like Yeah. So it kind of ruins it a little bit. But Yeah. But I can't believe we're only ten days away from Christmas. That is weird too, huh? Right? It's like cause it's like super it's coming up on it super fast. And then the end of the year will be here, and then we'll be in a 2021, which kind of sucks because I was kind of hoping this whole COVID thing was over by 2021. I mean, people started to get the vaccines. I got an email the other day that I could schedule a vaccine if I wanted it. And I was like, uh, I I don't necessarily care. Like, yeah, I'll, I could be a guinea pig, I suppose, but my wife doesn't want me to get it. She's like, let's just wait a round or two and see what happens. And then I seen like reports today. They're like, it could cause a bit of Bell's palsy. I was like, well, you're like definitely yeah. not going to. Yeah. I guess I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah. Plus the thing is like, yeah, like I, it, it takes a long time for vaccines to, to take into place. And then for how fast they got it. I mean, granted, I know we've been, or it's been around for a while, but I mean, like, vaccine this is fast for vaccine yeah it's like incredibly fast so you're like uh, did we test and, it all the way so yeah and how are they going to test to make sure like it actually works are they going to take some people that took it and expose them to covid and just see if if they get it i get uh, yeah that'd be interesting to see yeah are you still a carrier for it like if somebody covid coughs on your sweatshirt and then somebody else but you're like vaccinated, so you're good. But then somebody else comes up and like say Touch- puts your sweatshirt on or touches it or something. Can they get it? Yeah. I would assume so, I guess if it's but the whole thing is wild. Yeah. Whole thing doesn't make sense. A lot of sense either. I, I seen a meme on Facebook. It was like, imagine it's 2019, July, you're at a baseball game, you have a hot dog, a beer, and there's forty thousand people right next to you. Uh, that just seems like a wild scenario now. Like after yeah. this, like how comfortable am I going to be being super close to people that I don't know? Well, I've been saying it for years though. Even before this, I was like, man, I was like, they've slowly progressed to, to like get more and more people into those stadiums and more and more people into like everything mm-hmm. that like, it was kind of a ticking time bomb for something like this to happen. Like we probably needed to be more spaced out anyway, just yeah. for, comfort <laughs> yeah i was listening to the beginning i just started it earlier today of uh a different part here we go todd mccomas is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's interviewing donnie baker and they were talking about how you know the social distance shows are great to be working but like you crowds bunched together for comedy shows is what they want because they all feed off each other so it's kind of tough when you got a few people here and a few people there and yeah, there's nobody super close to the stage, which is kind of nice because you can interact with those people. And yeah, I'm sure it's a lot. Of, it's got to be weird for performers for sure because yeah. like it changes your whole dynamic. It'd be like almost like taking like a basketball, like a basketball uh, game and putting it on a baseball field. Right? How do you get on those basketball games? You know how they have like all the fans in there on Zoom. Like, do you just sign up for that and? I think you have to pay for t- pay tickets for that. Really? That wouldn't be worth it to me. Yeah, it which doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do. It. I wonder how they're going to do it because like basketball season starts soon, December twenty second, I think. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I'll be gambling on that probably for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
But yeah, I like I think they're playing in their own stadiums this year. Yeah, I haven't heard a ton. I think that was part of the deal was so that they wanted to be I like be able to because I well now football's done it, baseball's done it. Um, you've gotten through seasons now where people are like, okay. Yeah, I I think baseball almost did it most successfully, other than the Marlins and the I think the Cardinals had an outbreak, but it wasn't like too bad where it, I mean they got it back. They had to play double headers with seven innings, which I don't like. But yeah. you had to do what you had to do this year. But it seemed like baseball wasn't too bad until like Justin Turner came out on the field after winning the World Series. Which was a wild situation. But it seems like football has just wild stuff every week. But the crazy thing with it is, though, is basketball is slightly different, though, because basketball, you can do like a whole West Coast run and you're like playing seven different teams in uh, like 10 days. So right. I'm, like, I'm like, how are you going to do that? Also, if you're, I think if you're smart, you do like, um, like if you play a team four times, right? It's like, I don't know how exactly how basketball has their playing back to back schedules, their schedules set up, but like you should play, like if it's Indiana and Denver, then you, Indiana flies to Denver, you play two games in three days. Now you've knocked out those two games. Now, then you guys go back to Indiana and then you play two games in three days and then Denver go to go back to Denver probably or wherever. And then another team would come in to Indianapolis, Indiana, and then you play two games there and then you'd go play them two. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Somebody should have had like the hindsight in March and just built a giant facility in Wyoming or Montana or something that had like, like two or three professional sized baseball fields. A couple of, re- I, I'm sure it takes a while to build this shit, but like, I don't know. I mean, if it takes the same amount of time to come up with a vaccine, that's true. <laughs> build a uh, arena and like two yeah. football fields, and you could have just had this like sportsplex. Yeah. I mean, you probably wanted to space it out a little bit because you don't want so many people, but like, and throw up a couple different hotels and like their social distance. Like, I mean, everybody coming in and out of that like compound is going to be, yeah. Uh, tested all the time yeah it'd be covid zone yeah right <laughs> covid town because <laughs> i mean that's basically what you would do you'd set up a town that you could and that'd be i mean it would make sense i mean why I mean, not? that's what they did at disney for the nba pretty much yeah basically well because they use their wide world of sports it'd basically be like right. a just giant version of that and great that, that took a while to get set up but but like if you domed everything then you could play year round Right. And like baseball could be used Disney too. There's a shit ton of baseball fields at Disney. They got the uh, the big stadium like that. The I think the Braves use for their spring training games, but then there's spring training fields on the outside. If they're not going to have fans, they might as well play on those. They're regular yeah. baseball fields. They're nice. Yeah. We went down there in college and played on those. You could do that in, uh, we went to go, we went to a couple years ago, we went to Arizona um, and we watched the Cubs play. And in that, in that town, there was like, five or six different like teams facilities for spring training. They could have done that too. Right. Like the white Sox and Dodgers share a spring training facility. They should have just played. They could have just done grapefruit and cactus league this year. Yeah. They might as well have, to be honest with you. I mean, took like half the teams and go to Florida, half teams to go to fucking Arizona and then just, and then had like only play like AL and L, but like you're not, it wouldn't even have to be those. It could have just been like, whatever teams are over here and whatever teams are over here. And then right. you take the winner out of those. I, d- I did see that. I think it was uh, the Rochester 
fuck, I can't think of the name. It was maybe it was not Rochester Redbirds. You know where I'm going with this. They were renting out their stadium down in Florida, like as an Airbnb. It was like 1500 bucks a night. You could, uh, I could have the team totally wrong, but it was in Florida and Rochester's uh, New York. So, right. Well, there's a, we have a Rochester in Indiana too. So I'm sure there's, but, uh, yeah, you could rent the stadium for Airbnb for like 1500 bucks a night. I was like, how awesome would have that been for like a bachelor party or something? They have free reign. That'd be dope. I don't know yeah. what like the alcohol would be like for that, but I'm sure there's packages for them. <laughs> I think so. 1500 bucks a night for having a, like a baseball field. Yeah. Dude, and they have, like, all the electronics and stuff. Yeah. Right. Played movies and shit. Watch a movie and you know, like Right. Play baseball, play softball, do whatever on the field. Dude, that'd be tight. That'd be tight. Yeah. Play play baseball, like just like shit. Fifteen hundred bucks. I man, shit. I depending on how many people you can bring, you bring like fucking five teams. You split that th- five ways. It's four hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, and you plenty of room to social distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. You're like, yeah, I don't know where you'd sleep, but if you were trying to sleep, but. I- Hopefully it's nice and not hurricane season. If it was, if it was actually in Florida, and I didn't just misremember, but Florida would be bad. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could just sleep anywhere. Probably they might. They probably definitely have some kind of box at least there. Tents in the outfield. Sleep in the clubhouse. Yeah, just sleep in the clubhouse would be work. Like there's got to be a couch in there somewhere, right? Right. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that'd be tight. Fifteen hundred bucks, and that's not bad. No, not at all. My brother was telling me something about in. I think it was Virginia, like where my brother lives. I think he was saying, um, cause they have beach houses there and stuff. And he's like, uh, you could rent one for like the entire month of like December for like, I think it was like 600 bucks or something like that. Wow. Like, we were just yeah. kind of talking about when my buddy was home, who's our next friend to get married. And, uh, the three of us are like super close. So we were trying to talk, we were talking about the bachelor party and every time one of us gets married, Dennis, the one that's going to get married soon. Uh, he's always like, let's go to Vegas. And we've never gone to Vegas. So I was like, I think we have to go to Vegas for yours. If like, if it's opened back up. Yeah. I was like, we should, we could get 10 to 15 people easy. I said, we should just get like a villa or something and like hang over it. Yeah. And we were looking up some of them and you know, like, three grand a night but like for 10 people if you're only doing it three days it's not that bad no then you got to factor in a flight and stuff and everything else you're going to do there but it's not bad though no on to do it like do a big do a big version of it you know right and each bachelor party we've like stepped up a little bit like what we've done we're like yeah. we have a decent sized group of friends so That'd be kind of dope, actually. To be honest with you, right? The last one should be the big one. We were hoping he was—he's from Poland, so we were hoping he was going to get married in Poland and then just do something stupid over in Europe, uh, like Euro trip. That'd be wild, dude. Go to Poland. I don't even know what. It would be probably. I feel like it's freezing in Poland. I—I guess it's similar weather to what we have. Okay. I—I I, I just imagine it's cold, dreary, but it's probably—it's the same as us. I say it sounds like it's like fucking freezing, but it's maybe that's just my narrow minded ass. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> that's basically what I think, too. But I he's 
told me I'm wrong and stupid. I was like, I was like speaking my narrow-minded view. I had went down a rabbit hole of uh, Chinese fighter fi- firefighters the other day. Oh, did you? <laughs> what did you find out? Just like guys, it's just just the same. It's just the same, pretty much. Yeah. Well, so, that that thing Jason was talking about, where they like sprint with the ladders and then hook it and then climb it yeah. up. And that. Do you ever watch the most extreme elimination challenge? It was always on like late at night. It was just like. No. It was kind of like Wipeout, but it was announced. It was like dubbed over by like people with fake Chinese accents. (laughs) It was hilarious. But that's what I picture it as. It was, it's like Wipeout, but like these people are just insane. But I don't know if I'm generalizing. I don't think it's it's either. But like the China people do weird shit. Like you see those. I get, I don't know what my algorithm is, but like I do, I get all those like people hanging off the world's tallest building in Dubai. Like, and you're like, uh, yeah, that makes me super uneasy, but like, yeah. it seems like a lot of like the Asian, like nationalities, I don't know how to group them, but like, they're super athletic. Yeah. I don't know, unless that's just, they're all just amazing at some of the stuff they can do. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like, they're sneaky athletic. <laughs> Well, and the way they play baseball is wild. They're like running out of the box and hitting a hundred mile an hour fastball. Like, how do you do that? It's almost like the way uh, women play softball. Yeah, that's exactly like, what it's like. Almost the same hitting style. You're like, what? It doesn't make any sense because well, they're not trying to hit home runs. It doesn't seem like right. It seems like a lot of them are just like they're just playing station to station baseball, which works with if you everyone's right. Well, you get somebody like Ichiro, who was what, like 28 when he broke into the big leagues and yeah. still had 3000 hits. Granted, he played till he was like 44, but like he's got to be one of those. If he would have started playing baseball in America at 18, which he probably could have. Yeah. He would be the best baseball player of all time. Maybe. Well, I think didn't he, he beat Pete Rose, didn't he? Overall, I think, yeah, between Japan and not technically counted because of being uh, two different whatever but he just like came in the league and hit over 200 hits every year dude and he's fast as shit too for being like even for how yeah it's nuts dude that dude's 511 175 pounds that was like essentially my college playing weight yeah you were each row dude that's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, he, I mean, he just crushed it. So in the major leagues, yeah, he, he had just in MLB, he had uh, uh, three thousand eighty nine hits. That's wild. That's so crazy. Good. He had a hose too. His arm was so good. So good. Yeah, he had in his. Um, uh, let's see, in his first. So in his first 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, his first 10 years in MLB, he had over two, 200 hits each each season. It's crazy, dude. Some people are just good. Like at hitting, making contact. Like Tony Gwynn struck out what, a handful of times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Well, the crazy thing, too, is, I mean, he was he's fast as all get out, but he had a... Uh, he had 509 stolen bases and only got caught stealing 117 times. Wow. That's actually really low. And I thought I heard somewhere when he wanted to, he could hit for power. Like, yeah, he could. I don't know how many, how many home I have it up. So I, I guess I'll answer the question. He had 117 home runs over his career. That's pretty good for somebody you'd think is just fast and getting base hits. Yeah. The most, most he ever hit in a single season was 15. Like I, I doubt like someone like Kenny Lofton ever hit. He probably didn't hit more than 100 home runs, did he? 
Uh, what do you want to guess? You taking taking guesses while I'm while played I'm... forever. Kenny Lofton. You know what? I bet he did. I bet he did have over a hundred. I would assume so, but because he played for a long time, and even if he hit eight a year for fifteen years, that's that's over a hundred. One hundred twenty. Um, let's see, Kenny Lofton. Where are your stats at home? Kenny Lofton. He had do 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 drum roll drum roll drum roll 130. Oh, he actually had a couple of years where he had 1450. He had three year, two years of 14, two years of 12, and one year of 15. Wow. So, yeah, that's I mean, who's another guy that's like you're like oh uh, what's his name that little D D Gordon he's a kind yeah. of guy he doesn't have a lot of home runs right he hit that one home run to lead off like the game yeah. after Jose Fernandez died that was huge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was awesome. I think Scott Pudsednik hadn't hit a home run all year and then hit one in the World Series or the playoffs for the White Sox. I think yeah. it was Scott Pudsednik that did that. By the way, did you know D. Gordon changed his name? Uh, I think so, but I couldn't tell you what it is. Is his last name still Gordon? Yes. It's it's hyphened, so that it still ends in Gordon. When did this happen? Maybe I, I didn't know this. I don't know because I'm literally like, uh, he was D Gordon all the way up until I, I knew him, but he took his, looks like he took his mom's maiden name. Oh, okay. In 2020. So here you go. In 2020, he announced that he's changed his last name from Gordon to strange Gordon. I like it to honor his late mother who was, Devona Denise Strange. His mother was shot and killed when he was seven years old. So, yeah, I like it. Like that's cool. I was like, I just, I just googled googled him, and I was like, what? <laughs> Didn't BJ Upton start going by Melvin at the end of his career? Yeah, yeah, he did. He's still even playing. He might yeah. still be playing. And that's his. Uh, that's his actual uh, actual name too. Right. I guess he hasn't played since 2016. Has he not played since 2016? That's, yeah, that's crazy. I, I don't like looking up stuff like this because I'm like, oh, yeah, he was just like a first round, first overall pick. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah. Yeah, BJ, BJ Upton, uh, yeah. Yeah, 2016, that's crazy. I mean, he had a solid 12-year career, I mean, I guess, but he's my age. I mean, he's we play, I play, he played on my AAU team. Right. So, did, uh, did he go by BJ or Melvin then? BJ. And, uh, yeah. Didn't you have a funny story about him? Yeah, he hung up on Wade Boggs. <laughs> uh, it was wild. I was like, what? I was sitting right next to him. BJ stood for Boss Man Jr., by the way. That's even better than like, uh, yeah, because I was looking at his Wikipedia and it was Melvin Emmanuel. Yeah. <laughs> Where does BJ come from? Like, what? I think his, I think his dad, because his dad was like a scout for the Royals or something like that. So. Yeah, so and then his brother his brother was better than him, but Justin Upton's way better. Yeah. Um, and he was a tiger too, so I'll take it. Um came up yeah. with the Diamondbacks because I remember watching him play in the Midwest League. Dude, he was good. He was really good with the Diamond. That the Diamondbacks are the most disappointing team ever, I think, though. Well, they traded Dansby Swanson a couple years ago for uh oh, that pitcher. Uh, Shelby Shelby Miller. I think that's what it was. It was like a weird trade because it wasn't like you weren't trading like for Zach Grinky or something. No, 
who they would just who they went on to sign. Right. Like, yeah, no, but they also just make they traded um they had a uh, uh Max Scherzer. They traded right. Max Scherzer, didn't they? Uh yeah, they had Max Scherzer to the Tigers. before he went to the Tigers, right? Yeah. They traded Trevor Bauer after like four starts. Yeah. Trevor Bauer won the signing this year, did you not? Yeah. That's crazy. He crushed it. I was listening to him on a podcast the other day. Uh, he was talking about how he just he knew he was going to be better than everybody because he he just uh, he didn't ever have any layoff basically even when they stopped because he just continued to pitch in like the whatever he, his thing he, he was throwing in like the desert. Yeah. So he was just like, I knew I was going to have a good season because he's like I, it was a shortened season. He's like hitters have a hard time, um, you know, getting up to speed, and he's like so he's like I knew I was going to already be ahead of everybody, and then like. I was just going to be ahead of all the hitters anyway. So I think he's super analytical too, like the science of pitching. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's crazy. It's like, like those kind of pitchers, like I enjoy the, like the guys who go about it differently and you see the result. Pitching is one of those weird, is one of those weird um, positions where like someone can do something completely different and then, it, they can change the game almost like how people even handle it. You know what I mean? Cause like, that was the thing, like for a long time you had like pitchers that would pitch every three outings. Then it was like, right. Then it went to four, then it went to five. And then eventually like the arm strength got, or the arm strength got crazy better, but then also like injuries went way up. So it's like, it's, in, it's interesting to see how like pitching has changed over time just off of, like, cause you like, honestly, like, do you really need to throw 112 miles an hour? No. Like, <laughs> like it'd be cool to say you could though. It would be cool to say you could, but like, I mean, like, but if you could throw that fast, but you're going to have a three year career, cause you're going to get Tommy Johns seven times, or right. you can be like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to throw 99 and have a 14 year career. <laughs> right. It's like, well, it's wild. I remember when like Verlander was just touching a hundred and that was like a yeah. huge deal, but now yeah. Any game you turn on, somebody's throwing 100. Yeah, every team has a guy that can do 100, I think. Yeah. And, like, even then, it's, like, crazy, too, because it's, like, um, you've still got guys like Greg Maddox, who, uh, who would still probably in this day and age still dominate because he just I, had such good control. Right, and I think that's more important than the velocity. Yeah. Well, that's, that's like, everything. That's what makes uh, Patrick Mahomes so good, right, right now, is, yeah. like, he's he's a mobile quarterback, who can also throw, but he's like, not just like a guy who can run. He can legitimately hurt you with his legs. Yeah. And then he can legitimately hurt you with his arm. And he's really the first breed of that, that we're seeing like where it's like, dude is a legit pocket passer, but he is also a legit runner. Right. It also helps that he has like a top three position player everywhere. Yeah. I mean, true that it that does definitely does help but like he's also that guy though he's like he's gonna be able to like i think mahomes would be good on every team almost every team oh yeah for sure so it's like i mean coaching wise like if you put mahomes now if you take mahomes because he's really still young in his career yeah you put him on any team i think he could still he could still be good no matter what coach you gave him oh yeah i think he's he might win MVP again this year. I think Brett Favre should probably win it, but everybody keeps saying Mahomes. Brett Favre? <laughs> Brett, <laughs> Brett Favre. Rogers. Brett Favre's winning the fucking MVP over here. Getting late. 
Yeah, I could. T- yeah, no. Um, that, yeah, that's gonna be an interesting one. I don't because I like. It's almost a duality, right? It's like the the Aaron Rodgers is almost the opposite. Like he doesn't have a top five guy at every position, you know? Right. But he's also, yeah, I don't know. It's it'll be interesting. It'll definitely be definitely be interesting to see because Mahomes does have like Mahomes has like I think two of the top three yardage uh, receivers in Kelsey, Kelsey and Hill, Hill. and then his running back that is doing pretty good. And then even the defense is crashing. So you're like, I don't know if you could be considered most valuable. If you have all, you almost have to have like a not great cast around you to win. MVP. Right. I mean, Devonte Adams is really good. And yeah. Aaron Jones is really good. His numbers aren't actually, I don't think that great this year. In Aaron Jones. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad. Lions game. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think, I think like, I think to legitimately win an MVP, you have to elevate your team. You have to be like, and I think Mahomes, like, here's the thing: who has who has better who elevates the team more? If you put Mahomes on the Packers or if you put Rodgers on the Chiefs, I, I can't imagine either team would change that much. Yeah. I don't. Know. That could be an interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay, you give Aaron Rodgers, Travis Kelsey, and. Tyreek Hill, that ball that Aaron Rodgers just chucks up in the air deep. Yeah, Tyreek's catching that. I think Rodgers and the Chiefs would be more beneficial than that's probably true. Yeah, Packers. Yeah, when you say it that way, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I don't think the Packers get worse though. Oh no, definitely. Mahomes isn't going to make any team worse, and I'm not. Aaron Rodgers might not even make them better, but like he, they're not going to lose anything. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be definitely interesting to see. Like, you'd have to like maybe using their own teams would be not the way to go. But like, um, which team makes be- the Lions better, or which quarterback makes the Lions better? Hmm. I don't know. To be honest with you, uh, I guess you could look at it a different way. If you take a neither of those two, which are probably the top two quarterbacks, and you take like a. Matt Ryan or even a Matt Stafford and put him on the Packers or put him on the Chiefs, which team is he going to do better with? Probably the Chiefs. Right, the Chiefs, probably yeah. for sure. So you would think that means Aaron Rodgers is doing a better yeah, job because he's got the lesser cast of characters. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can definitely see where that would be. Uh, yeah, I definitely – I but then also then that kind of throws um, kind of throws Josh Allen in the mix, right? Yeah, that's true. Because Josh Allen, I mean, he really has Stephon Diggs. <laughs> that's well, Cole Beasley's, I guess, having a really Cole's, good year. Yeah, Cole's, Cole Beasley's good too, but no one's going to say Cole out of the wide receivers on those three teams, Cole Beasley's like the seventh guy you're going to name. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, and then especially if you add in like a, like a Seahawks or something like that, if you want to count in Russell Wilson year, like right. he has, he's got top guys too. So, you're like, yeah, it's, I don't, uh, yeah, it's crazy. I don't know, I don't know who you who you give. Yeah, and I don't know. The MVP is a tough one because, like, who do you give that to? Because it technically is most valuable player. It'd be like, well, if they if you took them off the team, would they still do what they're doing? Who knows, right? Like yeah, that logic, then you give it to Aaron Rodgers because if Aaron Rodgers isn't with the Packers, they aren't doing what they're doing. 
if Patrick Mahomes isn't with the Chiefs, there's a decent chance they're still going to be pretty good with everybody else. Well, they were, well, they were, they were good with Alex Smith. Right. And Alex Smith underrated. That dude's career-wise, he's going to have one of those weird careers that's going to – he's had such, so many crazy up and, ups and downs. Like, and then he's actually been a serviceable quarterback almost everywhere he's been. Yeah. And yeah, well, he was the first overall pick too, wasn't he? Yep. The year Aaron Rodgers came out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. Cause I can't like, like that's when people were like going crazy for Kaepernick and like, and like all the other off the field stuff aside, like people were like, Oh, Kaepernick took him to the Super Bowl, And I was like, you know, they made it to like the NFC championship game of the year before with like Alex Smith though. So, right. It's like, Kind of like he obviously upgraded them, but like at the same time, it was like, well, actually, it was just the the Packers defense couldn't stop his run. But it's wild, yeah. It's wild to think too, because there's those teams that that are like that, right? So it's like any given year that you go and you you put a team together, you're like, okay, like what if your one weakness is that other team's strength? Then you don't make the Super Bowl, but you could have probably beat the team that is in the Super Bowl. that goes back to like the lions and whatever it was 2011 or 2012 2013 yeah sometime in that period of time the lions had a really good offense one year and a shit defense and then pretty close to right after that they had an awesome defense and a shit offense yeah if you could have just put those two together in the same year scissored them up together yeah you'd have a might have a banner Ring trophy. Well, well, yeah, there because there was there was a like, there was like a little bit little window where that defense was very good, and then there was like a, a little window where like Calvin and Stafford were hitting on almost every cylinder, and then we had a decent okay running game, and that's all we needed. Right. I I had Stafford on fantasy that one year, and yeah. I just I I loved when they'd get penalties where they like a holding call. Yeah, on a run or something, because I knew I was going to get ten more passing yards. Yeah, because yeah, because they were going to get you were going to make the you were going to get them one way or the other. That's the crazy thing too is like I was just you were just asking that question like if you put who would you take? I bet you I mean I'd probably take uh, take Mahomes right now to be honest with you because I think with the our setup I think it's cl- I think you would have Galladay would become like the the cheetah role and then Hawkinson is having a pretty good year. I think he could do what Kelsey does yeah but isn't i don't know galladay's not the burner though that cheetah is not quite that way but he's like almost like i mean he's more of a bigger back but yeah you'd i mean yeah cheetah's tough yeah there's no one really quite like him in the league no so that's a tough one maybe he gets most valuable player yeah there you go i mean he's making mahomes better and he's probably responsible for kelsey having the Crazy ass year he's getting because I'm sure Cheetah's getting the double team. Yeah, I would think more so than not, right? Yeah, it's this. Does Cheetah just run straight down the field and just chuck a deep? I don't think so. I think he. I think he runs across the slot though. Too. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, it's not the slot of the old where like they could light you up because no one his stature would be able to continue in the slot back in the day. Yeah, his picture like on on FanDuel, he's got like this huge neck though. He doesn't. It doesn't even look like that. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, he's like looking up. Like, 
Like you're like, what did you do to this guy's head? Bro? Some of those guys' pictures on there are hilarious. Yeah, some of them are terrible, dude. Like some of them are, te- and I think some, and some of them are photoshopped, and some of them are not. Yeah, I yeah I can tell just because like when I have to like use them for things, like some of them are definitely photoshopped, and then some of them are are like. You're like, oh no, you just like wear wearing like the one size fits all jersey or whatever. But like, <laughs> I don't know, it's weird, dude. All that stuff's so strange. They were just they were just doing all that stuff for basketball, because uh, I've seen a bunch of people are posting the basketball ones where they're like in the new jerseys and stuff for yeah. Basketball's about to start. So, man, it's wild, dude. Uh, what's his name? Signed a giant deal. I don't know if you're big, you follow basketball at all, but uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, just signed like his five year deal. This is the biggest one in NBA history, right? Two hundred twenty-seven million or something like that, or two, two. So something. basketball has like max deals. So like every max deal is the same, but since he is from Milwaukee, they get his right. bird rights, so they can pay him more. It's how they can have the incentive to. Keep right. Him. Yeah. So. So yeah. So it's. I think it's the biggest one because I think he's the first one to sign it this year. So. That's crazy. Like if I have, if I ever have a kid that's like super athletic and has the chance to go pro in football, basketball, or baseball, baseball is my favorite sport. I love yeah. watching football. I'm telling him to go basketball. Cause you'll get these scrub ass players making like 20 million a year. Mm-hmm. Well, scrub ass. They're, obviously they're still NBA players. So they're good. There's it's hard though, because right. So it's like, there's 12 guys per team. Right. And then like there's 32 teams. So it's like, 300 and four, 405 players or some shit like that. Like, yeah. Whereas like baseball has like a 25 man roster. Uh, then you got football has a 50 some odd person roster. Right. So you're like your odds of making it are higher in other sports. But like, if you do make it as a professional basketball player, you, I mean, you can make ridiculous amounts of money fast. Right. <laughs> I just, we're both like leaning toward the center. Yeah, our yeah. camera here and i wish it was just like you and flags on here right now oh yeah yeah from the last podcast we yeah. just did a, so we just did a podcast oh yeah yeah because you could yeah you could like do half a face oh, i did yeah that's crazy yeah just do, <laughs> do the backward yeah so like it's like i can't like i'm sideways i gotta uh, yeah i don't know what you're doing your face is eating my face yeah i gotta get closer too Dude, yeah. So it's wild. So yeah, yeah we're, so we, when we're not. We we just did the, we just did this other podcast, uh, the Anomalies podcast, and me and me and uh, Flegs on there apparently look very similar. So, uh, as Marco said, but yeah, it's wild though. Um, yeah, man, it's been a it's been a crazy, crazy, crazy couple days in sports though with the uh, contracts and uh, the COVID and games getting made up and basketball getting ready to start and. Uh, baseball, baseball should be heating up soon for, um, re-signs and. Yeah. They, I mean, they just had the winter meetings. Usually that's a big time, but there wasn't a ton of stuff. Like my white yeah, son got land. You should get a lot of trade, a lot of trades out of there, don't you? Yeah. But it's been slow. Yeah. Like this year, two years ago, it was like super slow. Like yeah. big names weren't signed until after the season started and stuff. I bet you, uh, I wonder if people are just doing that because of, um, with COVID and stuff, obviously with the revenue and stuff, it's not, there's probably not as much money. People are probably trying to feel out the markets and shit. Yeah. I also saw something that said that they might not start till May. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't like that. Just come on. 
Give me baseball. For real. Like, that's stupid. It's February and March, are, well, unless March Madness is a thing. Other than that, those months are awful. Football's well, over. Baseball hasn't started. Well, basketball's going, so you would think March Madness should be a thing. Right. Because, I mean, I feel like we've got it figured out to where at least we can get sports. Yeah, I, th- I think they're having some trouble with some of the college. Like, Duke came out and said they're only playing conference games. Yeah. But I mean, I think once you get a, if you get a, if you get a solidified sixty-four, you should be able to like fairly decently like keep that in check. I think they agreed to play it all in Indy this year. I think there was already a agreed. They're not going to miss March Madness two years in a row. It doesn't matter if they have freaking the Brown Mackey Community College playing Ivy Tech. They're doing something. Dude, people, that's the crazy thing. People would watch it because right. You can bet on it. People are going to watch it. Damn right. It's March Madness. Right. You could have the Monstars playing against whoever and the Looney Tunes, and people are going to watch. I wish I wish they kind of would have just done a March Madness tournament from the start. Yeah. Because it was yeah. right. That was right at the time. March Madness was getting. Ugh. It's such a great time if you're off. Like, I remember, like, skipping school around the first or second day of March Madness that Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Or faking being sick. Yeah. Stay home and watch. Because I would fill out a bracket like for my dad's work. Yeah. So I would just lay there and watch football or basketball all day. It's such a great time. It's game after game after game after game after game. You can't beat it. Like, it's really just. You can't. And then, yeah, it's crazy. It'd be cool if they just did it. A filter. You could almost do a filter down from it, like just like you could have played like five games and then been like, "Listen, we're gonna st- five games are gonna count you where you slot in your conference. We're gonna run a conference tournament. The conference tournament from this plays this. Boom, boom. It's like slide it all the way down to like, <coughs> oh, whatever." But college, the March Madness tournament, and basically the whole NFL season is the reason I would love to be one of those multi-screen people like i have like a finished basement with like six screens where i can just yeah watch whatever dude having all the football games up would be dope yeah because like sometimes you're like you're like oh shit there's something happening and you gotta flip and right like the red zone's great but if i could just have six games on the tv you know maybe in a studio one day we can have oh yeah dude dude if we if we get a if we get a studio one day for sure, I was watching I watched a couple Dude Perfect videos today for some reason it was just in my algorithm, and um, and, it was uh, wild, isn't it? And I was just like, dude, I was like, that'd be dope to have something like just like that. Like, and the crazy thing is, I'm like, they're not doing anything impressive to be honest with you. Like, some of the stuff is, I mean, I guess good, but I'm like, it's not like they're doing a first take. Nothing right. Like, well, so, it's not, so like they haven't figured out they're doing they're aiming it towards kids yep basically and they are doing cool stuff whether it's and they all have energy like they have that's a good trifecta to like blow up i guess yeah but it's like one of those things like so our buddy you know chainsaw and he he's got he does his kicks and you're like man like and he all say you know they're not always the first try or whatever sometimes tries but it's like those are a lot more impressive than like this stuff that these dudes are doing. You're like, and who knows how many tries they're just doing stuff that like, it's almost the, I've I've thought about it a lot. 
it's almost yeah, well, it's a lot about the thought the way I thought. I was like, so I think part of it why it works is you you do watch it and you're like, I could probably do that. Yeah. If I just did it enough. It's right. like it's like they're not doing anything that like you need years to master a skill of, which is like what chainsaws does. Chainsaws thing is like that's a skill you master. Like right. So I think that's part of the it's the accessibility, but it's like, dude, man, I would love to see like uh like a guy like Chainsaw like have something really solidified like where he's doing that kind of stuff because like he does like these insane trick shots and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you should be getting sponsored by Coles or whoever the hell's sponsoring these dude perfect videos, you know? Right. Yeah. If they could just be like, Hey, Chainsaw, we need you to put out a new trick shot weekly. And just be like, hey, this is Chainsaw Lennon from this kicks for, you know, Monster or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. But it's like with we, I mean, we've talked about it plenty with him and stuff. But the amount of talent he has, it'll get recognized. It just it will. Yeah, it's just the algorithms on these apps and sites and social medias. is just wild. Like, yeah. It just takes, I mean, it just takes the right person to see it and blow and it'll blow up. But like, right. and and he's been doing it for for so long that like, he, I mean, he has all of this, the talent. I mean, even the, the latest ones he's doing, I mean, are just even more. Kicked one off a skateboard. Yeah. Yeah. He kicked the, 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 one, the one he kicked to his, to his brother at the top of the steps. That was a missile too. Yeah, it was a missile and his brother caught it too. Like it was skill on both ends. Like, so. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely good stuff going on there, man. Like, yeah, we're, I mean, that's kind of what this podcast is for, though. Is like, honestly, like, I want to do my part to help blow some of these people up that, like, just get them out there, get the, get more recognition. I mean, obviously, we're small and, like, we're just starting out, but, like, if, if a few people, who knows, maybe it's the right person that, that finds them through our podcast. So, right. Yeah. The, the one thing I would like to see from Chainsaw. And it's just yeah. me being probably a dork and a little bit of a nerd. I want to see like the science, but not necessarily like the sports science of the kick, but like that kick up the stairwell. Like people probably don't realize, like I'm sure he kicked several that hit the ceiling uh, or hit. You have to have that just right. So like, I want to know like the breakdown of like how he had to kick it to get it at that angle. And like how many times did he kick that ball and his brother, he got it perfect and his brother didn't fucking catch it. Like, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, gotta, I, that'd but be that's, that's me loving like behind the scenes stuff. Me too. Yeah, and that's I think what the appreciation for it is. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people in this generation they tune in and like I can't imagine anyone stupid enough to think like watching a do perfect video that they're doing all those first try. Maybe kids. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, but right. Yeah. Dumb kid. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Like I saw saw one today. It was like normal everyday trick shots. And it was like. They were throwing trash into like a dumpster. And it was right. Like, I've oh, seen them do that and they throw like a game into like a PS3 yeah. or something, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it took a while, but like. But some of it's you're like, okay, like the gas, this is okay. Like, yeah. I have this giant ox in, or yak. It's a big yak. We call it Mac that yeah. my wife won at the fair. Uh, I mean, it's essentially like the trick shot thing. It's throwing those rings on those glass bottles that are nearly impossible. She was talking shit to the guy and was like, does anybody ever actually win this? And he's like, yeah. And like her next toss, she wrung one on there and he's like, Ooh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I have a giant. I won a giant Care Bear one time playing that game. So we go. We play it every year now, but obviously we haven't won again. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, it's just the you got to throw it just right and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But like, if you do anything multiple times, you're gonna get down the feel of it. I mean, I feel like people like me and you. If I like what those dude perfect dude do do those guys do, I feel like we could figure out in like a day. Yeah, it's just a lot of it is the theatrics. Yeah, like I'm impressed with the stuff they do. I I, I know they're doing it, yeah, but their energy, the theatrics of what they're doing, the creativity of like some of the like the challenges they do. Yeah, like they do have a good setup. There's nothing against them. I just like yeah. Hintel has a talent. Yeah. But it's like crazy because my I could have a lot of enthusiasm if I had a warehouse and I did it for a job. If I had fifty-five million YouTube subscribers and yeah, make had a giant factory to do stuff, yeah. If my job was to go to work and do that all day, I would have a ton of energy. <laughs> right, I'd be like railing lines of like C four <laughs> pre workout before we went and do it, and be like, let's go. Yeah, right. You're like, let's just get crazy. No, yeah, but that, but that's part of it. That's part of life is finding the right audience, finding the thing that makes you happy, and then having somehow that create a paycheck for you so you can do something you love. You know. Yeah. Goal <laughs> here, people. So let's. Uh, so I uh, need Coles to show up and just pay me a zillion dollars to do this podcast, and then right. Or somebody just donate me, donate us a warehouse factory. It doesn't have to be big right now. Like, dude, okay. I, would love, I would love to have a factory and just like be able to uh, outfit it and like for like a podcast studio and then all a bunch of like fun shit. Like, right. Like the fantasy factory that Reb Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need the skateboard ramps and stuff. I would take a foam pit. Like, <laughs> I'd, I'd take the skateboard ramps. It'd be fun to have at least one little setup just to try to break my face open. Oh, I would for sure break something. Yeah. I mean, but it'd be fun. Oh, man. So I think that's a I think that's a solid podcast. I think uh, we had a good one this time. I think we talked yeah. about talked about a little bit about everything. That's kind of what, what off the rails is. It kind of just leads to one thing after the other. Um, look forward to some more guests coming up. Uh, we got some good ones that we just got to get lined up completely, and then um, and then we'll be all ready to go. So we should have uh, you should have some good content looking to look forward to this podcast um even our solo ones if you have any you know anything we should you think we should talk about definitely email us or or uh dm us or whatever and let us know and then uh we'll uh we'll definitely probably talk about it on the show because <laughs> we talk about everything so right and if we also if we get a guest lined up way ahead of time we'll try to post it on our social media so you guys can sure yeah you know some suggestions for questions to ask yeah yeah it's a team effort team effort over here so well, awesome, guys. Well, I guess that wraps up episode number eight of Off the Rails podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review. Um, follow this this on YouTube because um, this is in video form as well. And um, that's everything. Gems, you got anything to say? Nope. I, I think we'll be back one more time before Christmas. But if not, everybody have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, yeah. Hanukkah whatever you guys celebrate. Enjoy. Be safe. For sure. Stay covid free. Yeah socially distance and be responsible wash your hands (laughs) all right that's us we're out of here